Welcome to the Parsons Nose Radio Theater of the Air. I'm Mary Shalon. Not many people remember the name Cliff Edwards, but lots of people probably recognize his voice in many of the songs that he performed beginning in the 1920s. The following is a tribute to Cliff Edwards, also known as Ukulele Ike, performed by Lance Davis and written by Hoyt Hillsman. Hello. My name is Cliff Edwards. You probably never heard of me, but maybe you heard of some of the songs I used to sing. I, anyway, I, I figure I'm a real American story. Rags to riches and back to rags. <laughs> I was born in 1895 in Hannibal, Missouri. Same town as Mark Twain. Can't get more American than that. And I suppose I've lived through some of the best and worst times in American history. But I did get pretty lucky most of the time, especially since all I had to offer was this old ukulele and a scratchy voice. Started working in a saloon in St. Louis, washing dishes and then waiting tables. In between, I'd play a few songs. Since I couldn't read music or play the piano, I just picked up the ukulele because it, it seemed like the easiest instrument to play. And the bartender could never remember my name. His name was Spot, but he, he couldn't remember my name, so he would call me uh, Hey Hey Ike, uh, and uh, and so uh, I got to be known. And then I just stuck the ukulele on it and uh, became uh, Ukulele Ike, and I and I kind of stuck with that. At some point, I started working at the Arsonia Cafe up in Chicago. They had some big entertainers coming through there: Blossom Seely and. Gilda Gray, and anyway, in, in between their shows, I'd go around from table to table playing a tune or two on my ukulele, and then I'd hold out my hat, and, and the more they'd had to drink, the bigger the tip would be. Anyway, that's, uh, that's where I met Bobby Carlton, and started singing this, this funny little song he wrote called Jada, and somehow it became a hit. Jing jing jing, jatter jatter, jatter jatter jing jing jing. That's such a funny little melody. It's so soothing and appealing to me. It goes jatter jatter, jatter jatter jing jing jing, jatter 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 jing jing jing. Jatter j a d a jatter, jatter jatter jing jing jing. That's just a funny little melody. So I started traveling around, singing that song and a few others. I worked at carnivals for a while, and then the vaudeville circuit. If I couldn't get work, I waited tables or I painted rail cars, and I even sold magazine subscriptions. And just then, after I turned 22, I, I met this cute little gal in Chicago named Gertrude, and we got married on September 15, 1917. She was 16. Around that time, when I heard about this type of singing they called scat, Gene Green and uh, Connie Boswell were doing it. And then they would kind of sing around the notes and, and, um, and improvising like. And, and so I thought I'd try maybe, maybe imitating some of the instruments in the band or just 
Just plain having fun. So after I got married, my son, Cliff Jr., was born. But I didn't get to spend much time with him. I was back on the road, teamed up with another singer by the name of Pierce Keegan. We worked a Ziegfeld show in New York, not the Follies, but what they called the Midnight Frolic. While I was in New York, I cut a few sides for Columbia Records, and well, that was a, that was a big, big break for me. Unfortunately, Gertrude wasn't too happy about me being away all the time, and so she filed for divorce. I never have had much luck with marriage, and the, the whole deal is, has cost me a bundle, but I, I kept doing it, so go figure. Gee, but it's tough to be broke, kid. It's not a joke, kid. It's a curse. My luck is changing. It's gotten... From simply rotten to something worse Who knows someday I will win too I'll begin to reach my prime Now though I see what our end is All I can spend is just my time I can't give you anything but love, baby, that's the only thing I've plenty of, baby. Dream a while, scheme a while, we're sure to find happiness. And I guess all those things you've always pined for. Pretty soon, I moved up to Ziegfeld's 9 o'clock review, and then the main Follies show. I'm singing my songs and, and doing some routines, and then I went on tour with the show. And there happened to be a, a pretty little chorus girl in the company named Irene, and we got hitched And while we were out on tour on the West Coast. Around the year 1924, I had my Broadway debut in a musical by George and Ira Gershwin called Lady Be Good, starring Fred Astaire. I guess people liked my singing because pretty soon I had a couple of hit songs and everybody was buying ukuleles. I probably did more for the ukulele industry than I ever made for myself. Anyway, one of the songs I sang by the Gershwins was this, this tricky little tune. Rhythm, rhythm, the pity pats through my brain. 
darn persistent. Today isn't distant. One it will drive me insane. Comes in the morning without any warning and hangs around me all day. I'll have to sneak up to it. Someday I'll speak up to it. I hope it listens when I say. Fascinating rhythm, you got me on the go. Fascinating rhythm, I'm all a quiver. While the mess you're making, the neighbors want to know why I'm all shaking just like a flivver. Each morning I get up with the sun. Start hopping, never stopping. To find that night no work has been done. I know that once it didn't matter, but now you're doing wrong when you start to pattern. Being a country boy from Missouri, I suppose... I wasn't much prepared for the bright lights big city. I was making four grand a week on Broadway, plus my royalties for recordings and whatnot, and that money was burning a hole in my pocket. First thing I bought was a Stutz Bearcat automobile, custom-made with leather seats. I wasn't exactly a choir boy, either, chasing the chorus girls, drinking day and night, and... And then I, I got hooked on that even stronger stuff, if you, if you get my meaning. And most of the time, I, I didn't know where the money was going. It was, it was just going. Around that same time, I got into motion pictures. They needed somebody with a nice voice who could sing, and I guess my funny looks didn't matter. Anyway, my, my first picture was Hollywood Review of 1929. And I was the master of ceremonies, along with a young guy and a young comedian named Jack Benny. And that's when I sang this song, 25 years before Gene Kelly made it famous. I'm singing in the rain, just singing in the rain. What a glorious feeling, I'm happy again. I'm laughing at clouds, so dark up above. The sun's in my heart, and I'm ready for love. Let the stormy clouds chase everyone from the place. Come on with your rain, I've got a smile on my face. I'll walk down the lane with a happy refrain, just singing, singing in the rain. Why am I smiling? Why do I sing? Why does December seem... I guess I did okay, because I... I did about 22 more pictures with MGM, and that's where I met Buster Keaton. By that time, Buster was getting a divorce, and so was I, from wife number two. Anyway, the, the two of us got to be drinking buddies, and, and we did a couple of films together. We drifted apart when he quit drinking, and I, needless to say, didn't. My wife at the time was suing me for a lot of money, and, and I was pretty much broke. Like I said, I, I never knew where the money was going, except that it'd be gone. She wanted half of all the money I earned from my songs. I told her, well, if my songs are so damn valuable, I'll, I'll sing a couple for you, but that's, that's about the best I can do. She ended up getting half my income, so in the end, the joke was on her. Say it's only a paper moon. Sailing over a cardboard sea But it wouldn't be make-believe If you believed in me Yes, it's only a canvas sky 
hanging over a muslin tree. But it wouldn't be make-believe if you believed in me. Without your love, it's a honky-tonk. Well, despite all my troubles with wives, I did a lot more films with the likes of Clark Gable and Joan Crawford and Gary Cary Grant and uh, Lee Tracy and, and Barbara Stanwyck, practically the whole so-called Hollywood royalty. Sometime in 1932, my divorce was finally final, so what did I do? Well, I, I went out and got married right away. Her name was Nancy Kelly, and she was what they used to call a starlet. I guess she figured she was marrying a millionaire, but it, it didn't exactly work out that way. See, my first wife sued me for more child support, and, and there was no way I could afford that, so I, I declared bankruptcy, which didn't make wife number three uh, real happy. I had figured I had to make some more money pretty quick, so, so I started making westerns. Playing the sidekick, which was which was uh, all right, I guess, but didn't get to do much singing except for a few cowboy songs. And then I heard through the grapevine that Walt Disney was making a movie about a wooden puppet who who wanted to be a real boy, and they were looking for somebody to play the role of the cricket. Well, I'd I'd never played a cricket before, so I thought I may as well audition for the part and. Apparently, I was, I was the 37th actor to try out for the part. But I figure I did okay, because they hired me. The opening number of the picture was, was written by Lee Harline and Ned Washington. And I guess it's the most, uh, most, most famous recording I ever made. When you wish upon a star Makes no difference who you are Anything your heart desires Will come to you If your heart is in your dream No request is too extreme When you wish upon a star As dreamers do Fate is kind She brings to those who love The sweet fulfillment of Their secret longing Like a bolt out of the blue Suddenly it comes in view When you wish upon a star Your dreams come true Anyway, I guess that was the high point. I did get a lot of fan mail. I loved getting fan mail. It, it always tickled me. Unfortunately, fan mail doesn't pay the bills. It's a... Uh, it's kind of ironic, but I, I didn't get much work after that. I did a few pictures for Disney, and, and uh, they put me on the Mickey Mouse Club for a while. Had to sell my Stutz Bearcat. That broke my heart. 
I used to go over to the Disney lot and hang around the commissary with some of my own buddies, but uh, but nobody was hiring me, so I retired and moved into the actor's old folks' home. No, I don't have any regrets. I I always wanted to be in show business ever since I was a kid. That was my dream. And, you know, dreams do come true. <laughs> like a bolt out of the blue Suddenly it comes in view When you wish upon a star Your dreams come true Say it's only a paper moon I hope you enjoyed tonight's tribute to Cliff Edwards, written by Hoyt Hillsman and performed by Lance Davis. We hope you'll enjoy all our Parsons Knows Radio Theater presentations on Apple or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram and at ParsonsKnows.org, where you can also subscribe and or make a donation. This is Mary Shalon. Good night and thank you. If you believed in me